This is a sicha from Lakuta Sichis, Chelikud Zayin, Parsha Tzav, Sicha Beis. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha, we learned the Pasuk of Eish Tomit Tukar Al Mizbeach, Loi Sichbe. And we learned the teaching of Rashi on this Pasuk. And there are four parts in the sicha. The rebel, number one, ask three questions on Rashi. Number two, present and reject an answer on all three questions. And also present and reject an answer on one of the questions. Number three, answer the questions. And number four, present the inyanim of flame and halacha and the yeno shultera in Rashi. On the pasuk of Eish Tamid Tukar al-Mizbeach Sichba, so Rashi quotes the words Eish Tamid and he explains, Eish Namar by Tamid, this Eish, this fire that it says about it, the word Tamid, Hishamad Likinba Esaneris, that's the one that we use to light the Menera, the candles on the Menera. Shenamarba that it says about the Menera, Laalis Ner Tamid. It also calls it a Ner Tamid. And the Pasuk over here is telling us, Afhi me al Tukar, that it too should be lit from upon the Mizbeach And so the way we read the Pasuk is that Eish Tamid, referring to the Menera, Tukar me'ala mizbeach, should be lit from upon the mizbeach. And so this Pasuk is referring to the lighting of the Menera. Now, Bipashta, simply, we learn that Rashi is coming over here to address the word Tamid, which Lechera seems to be extra. Because if it's in order to emphasize that the fire has to constantly burn on the Mizbeach without any stop, so then it would be enough to state, like it says in the Pasuk, without the word Tamid, Eish tukar ala mizbeach sichbe. As it indeed says in the previous Pasuk, that Eish al mizbeach tukar boy sichbe. And so what does the word Tamid add? And therefore Rashi learns that the words Eish Tamid are actually speaking about the Eish HaMenera, which is called the Ner Tamid, also Tamid. And it's telling us that its Tukar, its lighting, comes from the Eish HaMizbeach. However, it's not understood. And there are three questions here. The first question is, the whole Parsha here talks about the Mizbeach and its Inyanim, including the Eish on the Mizbeach. And so how does the Din about the Eish HaMenera come in here? And especially according to Pshut HaShomikra. Aye, what about the question that the word Tamid is extra? So the addition of the word Tamid can be learned simply. The Pasuk says it to emphasize the Timidus, that it's Tamid, and also to say it in the positive, not just Leisichbe, but also in the positive, that it should be a Eish Tamid Tukar al And as we indeed find, that the Evan Ezra, who was from the Reish Pashtani Mikra, he explains the Pesukim in a simple way, that that's how he explains the Pasuk. And although this teaching of Rashi is taken from Midrash Chazal, it's known, as we spoke many times, that even Midrash Chazal, which Rashi brings, they must fit in Pshut Mikra. And this is especially when Rashi doesn't say something like Verabesinu Darshu. Like over here, Rashi doesn't even mention that it's a Medrash. So over here, it's even more emphasized that this is fully and entirely fitting with Pshut Mikra. The second question is, besides for there being a difficulty of how this fits in Pshut Mikra, it seems that it actually contradicts Pshut Mikra. it seems like it actually contradicts the previous teaching of Rashi. So moreover, Rashi himself explained earlier, in the Pasuk right before this one, Rashi says, Riba kan harbe. If you look at the Pesukim here, the Torah speaks about a lot of Yekidis. It says, Al Moikta, then it says, Ve'esha Mizbeach Tukadbay, then it says, Ve'esha Mizbeach Tukadbay, and then we have our Pasuk, the Pasuk right after this one, where it says, Eish Tamid Tukad Al Mizbeach. And so Rashi explains that all of them are explained in that Rabbi Seinu argue about the number of fires that were on the Mizbech. What this means is that our Pasuk of Eish Tamid speaks about one of the Marachas, one of the fires which were on the Mizbech. If so, how does Rashi explain in his teaching on our Pasuk that it refers to the Eish Amenera? Rashi over here tells us that when it says Eish Tamid Tukar al-Mizbech, it's referring to the Eish of the Menera. That he, that fire, Tukar Me'al mizbech should be lit from the Mizbech. But in the previous Rashi, he tells us that it refers to one of the fires on the Mizbech. So not only doesn't it seem to fit with Peshut Mikra, it seems that this teaching contradicts a previous teaching of Rashi's. 
And to add to this question even further, moreover, in this Pasuk itself, Rashi immediately explains the end of Leisichbeh, those words, Eish Tamid, Tukar al-Mizbech, Leisichbeh, and Rashi explains that it refers to the Eish HaMizbech. So in this very Pasuk itself, Rashi tells us that it's referring to the Eish HaMizbech. So how do we understand our Rashi that says that it's referring to the Eish HaMeneira? Now, in order to answer all three of these questions, we could have answered, as some of Farshim indeed explain, that Rashi is not changing the understanding of the Pasuk of Eish Tamid itself, our Pasuk, from its simple meaning. And the whole Pasuk indeed speaks about the Marachah, the fire, and the Mizbech. And so that answers our first question, because Rashi is not changing the meaning of the Pasuk. And it also answers the other two questions, because our Pasuk is indeed speaking about the fire and the Mizbech. So what's Rashi saying over here? Rashi is only coming to explain that from the word Tamid, here by the Mezbech, we could learn something about the Esha Manera. Rashi is not saying that this Pasuk is talking about the Esha Manera. It's talking about the Esha of the Mezbech. It's talking about the fire of the Mezbech. It's just that from the word Tamid over here, we could learn something about the Manera, where there too it says Tamid, and that it too must be lit from the Esha Mezbech. So what changed over here is that the Pasuk is not talking about the Esha, the fire of the Manera. It's talking about the Esha, the fire of the Mezbech. And it's just that we have a limit from this Pasuk about the Eish, the fire of the Manera. However, it's difficult to learn Rashi this way, and because of three reasons. Number one, if this is the case, then Rashi should have said something like, Rabbi Seinu Lamdu Mikan, or Mikan Lamdu, because it's a limit. It's something that we're learning out of the Pasuk. The Pasuk is talking about the Mizbech, and we learn something from there to the Manera. The way Rashi writes it is that he's telling us what the Pasuk is saying. It's not a limud. Rashi's telling us this is the meaning of the Pasuk. The Pasuk is talking about the Manera. Number two, Rashi also quotes the word Eish from the Pasuk. Rashi doesn't just quote in his teaching the word Tamid. And also in his teaching as well, he explains the word Eish together with the word Tamid, meaning that Tamid is describing the Eish which is in this Pasuk. According to the answer we just gave, the only word that's relevant over here is the word Tamid, that we learn from the word Tamid over here, a limit about the Eish of Manera, where there too it says Tamid. And so the word Eish is not important. The fact that Rashi also quotes and speaks about the word Eish indicates that the Eish in this Pasuk is referring to the Eish of the Manera. And number three, from the lengthiness of the explanation of Rashi, where he concludes and says, Af he, that it too, also the Eish, also the fire of the Manera, Ma'al Mizbech HaChitzin Tukad, should be lit from the Mizbech HaChitzin, it's understood that Rashi is saying his teaching into the Hemshech, into the continuation of the words in the Pasuk, where it concludes and says, Tukad Al Mizbech that the Eish HaMenera, that the fire from the Menera should be tukad, lit, ala mizbech, from upon the mizbech. So clearly this is how Rashi is learning the Pasuk itself, and it's not a limit that we learn from this Pasuk, which is talking about the mizbech. No, from Rashi it's clear that this is a Pasuk that's speaking about the Eish, the fire of the Menera, and not the mizbech. Regarding the second question, so there are Mepharshim who answer the contradiction between the two teachings of Rashi. And they explain that the Pasuk, our Pasuk, of Eish Tamid took on al-Mizbech, if you look at Mesechas Yema, it isn't included in the Drashas in Mesechas Yema that from there we learn out how many fires are on the Mizbech. But rather, all the Marachas are learned from the previous Pesukim. Now, how are we going to understand the Rashi then? Because he does quote our Pasuk as well. So the way we're going to read it is that the conclusion of Rashi, that the meaning of these words is only a reference to the Inyan and Mesechus where Chazal are Dershdi's Pesukim. Rashi is not saying that all of these Pesukim are connected to the number of fires on the Mizbech. He's telling us that all of these Pesukim that we just mentioned, you could find them explained in Mesechus Yema, in the Indian, where it speaks about the number of Marachas. And indeed, if you open up Masechus you'll see that the Gemara over there explains how our Pasuk is connected to the Manera. And so the two teachings of Rashi don't contradict one another. Our Rashi is saying that our Pasuk is talking about the Esha Manera. And the previous Rashi is not saying that it's talking about the Mizbech. He's just telling us that that Pasuk is explained and expounded upon in Masechus in the Indian, in the topic, where they argue about the number of fires on the Mizbech.
However, according to what's known about how precise Rashi is with his Lashen, with his wording, it's understood that this answer isn't entirely glat. It doesn't fit in so smoothly. Because if the ending of Rashi is only there to reference the place where Chazal or Deirish Dish Psukim, then Rashi would have been satisfied with saying, as he says many times. And therefore, we must say that these words are relevant for his teaching. And Rashi is telling us that our Pasuk of Eish Tamid, Tukar al-Mizbech, is talking about one of the fires on the Mizbech. And so we remain with the question that the previous Rashi is saying that our Pasuk is referring to the Eish Mizbech, and in our Pasuk Rashi is saying that it refers to the Eish of the Meneira. So now we're going to move on to present the main point of the answer and to answering the first question. So the explanation of all of this is as follows. Rashi explained earlier by the Manera the meaning of the word Tamid, because it says Tamid by the lighting of the Manera. And we know that the Manera only burnt at night. So Rashi says, Every night is also called Tamid. Even if it's just burning during the night, it's called Tamid. Just like you say about the Eila, which is only brought once a day, that it's an Eilas Tamid. It's only brought from one day to the next once. So too by the Minchas Chavitin, which the Kayin Gadol brings. It also says Tamid. And it's only brought half in the morning and half in the evening. Because of this explanation of Rashi, so therefore, according to Rashi, it's difficult to explain that the word Tamid here comes to add to what the Pasuk already says, Because to the contrary, means that the Esh has to burn non-stop, without any stop whatsoever. However, Tamid can mean also the Tamidius of only days or only nights, and in that itself, like Oilas Tamid, which is not the whole day or the whole night. So therefore, because of this difficulty, so now we see the difficulty in Pshut Mikra of learning the Pasuk literally. And therefore, because of this difficulty, Rashi learns that with the Pasuk of Eish Tamid, the Torah is referring to a different Eish. It's referring to the Eish that it says by it, La'alis Ner Tamid, which is by the Menorah. And the Pasuk is teaching us that we must light that Eish of the Menorah from Me'alam Izbech. So that answers our first question. Our first question was that this way of understanding the Pasuk, that is talking about the Menorah, doesn't seem to fit at all in Shudish Mikra, because the Pasuk in its simple meaning is speaking about the Mizbeach. But now we can understand how it does fit in Shudish Mikra to explain that it's talking about the Menorah. Because to say that it's talking about the Mizbeach brings up a difficulty, it brings up a question. How are we going to learn the word Tamid? The word Tamid doesn't fit over here. And so the word Tamid is teaching us that this Pasuk is actually talking about the Menorah. And now that difficulty is no longer there. And so what comes out over here is that in order to understand what's the difficulty of Rashi that compels him to give this teaching of his, the difficulty is based on an earlier teaching of Rashi, something that Rashi already taught us in the beginning of Parshas Tetzaveh. He explained to us over there the meaning of the word Tamid, and keeping that in mind, when we come to our Pasuk, we're going to see that there's a difficulty, and then we can understand that this is what prompts Rashi to explain that our Pasuk is talking about the Eish, the fire of the Menorah. Now we're going to move on to answering questions number two and number three, and a few other points that weren't brought up in the questions. And as we'll see, question three is not answered directly. Now, according to this, it's also understood why earlier, when Rashi explains Zikidis Arbe, is teaching in the previous Pasuk, and we're going to point out a few things that we didn't point out in the questions. Number one, he doesn't just say, Ribakan Yikidis Arbe, and rely on the person to count the Yikidis themselves, but rather he brings all the places, including the Pasuk, our Pasuk of Eshtamid, Number two, we could understand the lengthiness of Rashi, because Rashi could have said, which is much more clear and precise. And number three, we could understand why after saying, he then adds, the Rabbi Seinu argue about the number of fires that were on the Mizbeach. Why does he add this? This is all because Rashi wants to teach us that this teaching of his depends on the various opinions regarding the number of the Marachis. There are different opinions about this. Meaning that also in Shulmikra, there are different ways of learning how many Marachas there are on the Mizbeach. And Rashi is saying in that teaching of his, that since Ribakan, 
meaning over here, by the discussion of the Mizbeach, so it makes sense that all the Yekidists are talking about Khan the Mizbeach. And this fits with the opinion that holds that there were four Marachas every day. And according to this understanding, also our Pasuk of Eish Tamed Tukar al Mizbeach is included in the Psukim, which speak about the Marachas of the Mizbeach. And so also our Pasuk of Eish Tamed Tukar al Mizbeach, according to this opinion that there were four Marachas, our Pasuk is included in the Psukim, which speak about the Marachas of the Mizbeach. And according to this opinion, Rashi doesn't have an explanation for our Pasuk, that it says Tamid in our Pasuk. What's the explanation for the word Tamid? The word Tamid doesn't seem to fit once it says already Leisichbe. And according to this opinion, we will have to Bedeichik explain the meaning of the word Tamid as the Evan Ezra explains, or in some other way. And so it comes out that there's actually two ways in Rashi of understanding our Pasuk. One way says that our Pasuk is talking about the Mizbeach, and it's based on the fact that all the Pesukim here are talking about the Mizbeach, so it makes sense that this Pasuk is also talking about the Mizbeach. And another way is that since the word Tamid is not understood, as a result we're going to explain our Pasuk to mean that it's talking about the Menaira. It's talking about the Esh of the Menaira. However, according to the other opinions, that there were only two or three Marachas, as Rashi says, there's a Machlekes about the number, so Rashi explains that they have a proof from Pshutosh Shemikra, since, like we said, it's more glad to say that Eish Tamid speaks about the Menera, and it's teaching us that it has to be lit from a Alam and according to this, the Yekidis were Harbe, what does it mean Harbe? More than one, but they weren't four, there was only three of them. And so it comes out that according to Rashi, there's two ways of learning our Pasuk. On one hand, we could learn our Pasuk that it's talking about the Mizbech, since that's what all the Pasukim over here are talking about. And that's how the previous Rashi learns this Pasuk. And another way of learning it is that since it uses the word Tamid, and it's difficult to explain the word Tamid over here, so therefore we're going to learn that this Pasuk is actually talking about the Eish, the fire of the Menera, and not of the Mizbech. And that's why in the previous Rashi, he brings all the Pasukim, including our Pasuk, because that opinion holds that also our Pasuk is talking about the Mizbech. And that's also why he doesn't say Khan. He wants to bring all the psukim, and he also concludes to indicate that there are other opinions, which is the opinion of our Rashi that there weren't four marachas; there were only three, because our pasuk is talking about the manera. So he doesn't say arba only four because there's different opinions about it. Now, regarding the last question, the rabbi doesn't address it directly. It seems that the answer is that that explanation of Rashi that Leisichbe refers to the Eish Mizbech is going according to the opinion that our pasuk is talking about the fire in the Mizbech and not according to the opinion that says that it's talking about the fire of the manera. From the Nyanim of Floim and Alocha that are in our Rashi, so by a number of Dinim that consist of two parts that depend on one another, so the question arises, what is the main and Siba part? What is the cause? And what is the Masuvah part? What is the result? For example, by the Shtei Alechem, which we are Makrev and Chag the Din is that it must be a Mincha Chadosha. It has to come from the Tvur Chadosha, from the new grain. And before being Makrev the Shtei Alechem, we are not permitted to be Makrev a different Mincha from the Tvur Chadosha. And so here the question arises, what is the main and Siba part? Is it the Shtei Alechem, that they have to be the first Mincha from the Tvur Chadasha? And as a result of this, we are not permitted to be Makriv a different Mincha from the Tvur Chadasha. The Shtei Alechem has to come first. Or is it in, in Menachas, that they have to have a Mater, meaning that in order to bring Menachas from the Tvur Chadasha, there has to first be the Akrava of the Shtei Alechem. Meaning that the reason the Shtei Alechem are the first Akrava of the Tvor Chadasha is in order to be matter, to be makriv, the Menachas from the Tvor Chadasha. It's for the Menachas. The Menachas are the Iker. So is the main and Siba part that the Shtei Alechem have to be the first Mincha from the Tvor Chadasha. And it's only as a result of that that other Menachas can't yet be brought from the Tvor Chadasha. Or is the main and Siba part that Menachas are not allowed to be brought from the Tvor Chadasha until they have a matter? And the matter is the Shtei Alechem. So the main and Siba part is that there is a need for a matter for the other Menachas, and as a result of that, that's why the Shtei Alechem have to be from the Tvor Chadasha. 
and there will be enough community for several matters, including in the case if we were makriva mincha from the Tvuah Chadasha before the Shtei Alechem. And the question will be, does the Isr still remain to bring other menachas from the Tvuah Chadasha before the Shtei Alechem? So if the reason is because the Shtei Alechem have to be the first mincha from the Tvuah Chadasha, then since the Shtei Alechem can no longer be the first, so therefore there can no longer be an Isr in it, and we may be makriva different mincha from the Tvuah Chadasha. The only reason we're not allowed to bring a mincha from the Tvuah Chadasha before the Shtei Alechem is because the Shtei Alechem have to be first. But in this case, where they're not first anyway, so it doesn't matter anymore. However, if this din is because we're not allowed to be makar of a mincha from the Tvuah Chadasha, before the Shtei Alechem are matarit, they have to permit it to be done, so then the Isr still remains even after bringing a mincha from the Tvuah Chadasha. Because as long as we weren't makar of the Shtei Alechem, there isn't the matter to bring menachas from the Tvuah Chadasha. Similarly, in our Indian, when it comes to the Chiyot to light the Menera from the Mizbech HaChitzin, we can ask, is it a din in lighting the Menera, that the Eish HaMenera has to be from the Mizbech HaChitzin, or is it a Chiyot which is taught in Parshas HaMizbech, and so is relevant to the Mizbech, and that is that we must take the Eish to light the Menera from the Mizbech. Now, among the Nafkaminas in this is, if for whatever reason there is no Eish HaMizbech, is a Ma'akev the lighting of the Menera? So if it's a din in the Menera, that the Menera has to be lit from the Mizbeach, so when there's no Eisham Mizbeach, we cannot light the Menera, because it has to come from the Mizbeach. However, if it's a din in the Mizbeach, then it should come out that when there's no Eisham Mizbeach, so then the Chiyo falls away, and we light the Menera from a different Eish. Now in Allah, it seems that it's a din of lighting the Eish of the Menera, that the Eish of the Menera must come from the Mizbeach HaChitzen. However, from this that Rashi changes from the wording of Razal, where they say, where it seems that it's talking about the Eish HaMenera having to come from the Eish HaMizbech, and instead Rashi writes, that it too should be lit from the Mizbech HaChitzen. So according to this, it seems that this is a din in the Mizbech HaChitzen, that its Eish also, like the other Yerkidus here, like the other fires over here, has to be the one that from it the Eish HaMenera is lit. It sounds like it's a din in the Eish of the Mizbech, and especially since this is also the way it's understood in the simple meaning of the Psukim, because the Torah placed this limit in this Parsha, which speaks about the Mizbech HaChitzen, and not in Parsha Semenera. So it seems in Pshut HaShemikra that it's a din in the Eish HaMizbech, and not in the Eish HaMenera. The Hira from this and Avedis Hashem is, the Kalim which were in the Mishkan and Mikdash are generally divided into two types. Those which were in the inside, which are the Mizbech Pnimi, the Meneira, and the Shulchan, and those that were on the outside, specifically the Mizbech HaChitzen. Now in Avedis Adam, this is the two types of Aveda. There is the Aveda of the inside, which is the Aveda with oneself, and then there's the Aveda with the outside, which is to work with and influence another Yid, to be of also those who are on the outside, and also in addition to that, for a person to work with their portion in the world. Everybody has a portion of the world that they have to elevate, and this is similar to the Mizbech HaChitzin, where they were a of the Karbanas of all Yidin, and also was a place of Birur and Yonei Ha'ilam. So we have the Aveda of the inside, where a person works on themselves, and then there's the Aveda on the outside. Now more specifically, when we talk about the Aveda on the inside, the lighting of the Menera is the union of Teira, as it's written, Kiner Mitzvah Teira Er. And it's regarding Teira that it says, Lalis Ner Tamid, just like the Chiyuv of Talmud Teira, unlike the Chiyuv of Mitzvahs, that the Chiyuv of Talmud Teira is Tamid. And this is especially when it's Teira Seyim where then one is a Ner Tamid, meaning that they're constantly connected with Hashem. Now, a Yesh of Eil, which is represented by the Menera, can claim that since he can be a lit Menera, and in a manner of Lalis Ner Tamid, so therefore, he doesn't need mitzvahs, not even a mitzvah Everis. And certainly, why does he need to have to do with worldly matters, or even with another Yid, who compared to the level of a Yeshav Eil, which is his level, is considered to be on the outside. 
In response to this comes the hero that the Mener was lit from the Mizbeach. Certainly there is the Mizbeach Apnimi, which is the lofty Aveda of a Yid with oneself. However, the light of the Menera isn't lit from the Mizbeach Apnimi, even though it is near the Menera, which the Mizbeach Apnimi is the Aveda of Pnimi Salev, but rather it's lit specifically from the Mizbeach Achitzin. Moreover, it comes out from the words of Rashi that the Eish, while still on the Mizbeach Achitzin, is already connected to the Eish HaMenera. In Avedis Adam, this means that by a Yesh of oil, in order to light the Eish and Eirev Teira, they have to first care that the Ne'er Hashem Nishmas Adam should burn and shine by another Yid, and only then can he light his Ne'er Hashem with Eira Teira. And this connection of the Mener with the Mizbeach HaChitzin, which is the idea of a person dedicating themselves with the outside, is so important that therefore it's hinted to an hour Pasuk with the word Tamid. This is because the Indian of Tamid, which is the Tmidius of a Yeshav Eil, is achieved specifically through him going through Nisyanus and difficulties of the outside, and by involving himself in working with other Yidin, and then he achieves in his Aveda of Limerat the level of Tmidius.